Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, I don't know why I just clapped, but I guess we've started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. What is that? I'm Chris Clemens. Yeah, I am, sadly, because my lips are on fire because I was playing pickleball today, which, yes, is just like the most Caucasian thing that will come out of my mouth this episode. I mean, we can only hope. And I just like I'm a little dehydrated from it because it was like 60 degrees out. Like, come on, climate change. (laughs) And I didn't really drink water. And so and I haven't really eaten. So I ate flaming hot white cheddar popcorn. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys have had that. It has rocked my world. That and flaming hot Doritos. (gasps) Dip those in cream cheese. Anyways, you guys can guess what my extracurriculars are. (laughs) Now, before we get into the episode, if you are new, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like video episodes, guess what? We have them. Go to youtube.com slash at sign unhinged or just search Unhinged with Chris Clemens on YouTube and you will find it. I have to say the response to the last two videos, the one with uh, deep diving the dark side of Reddit and the 2014 episode... I've gotten so much love on those and I really feel so strongly about them. And I kind of love the idea of deep diving into topics. I mean, maybe not every episode, but what topics would you guys like me to deep dive? I saw someone say that um, I should do every year in the last decade. And like, honestly, such a vibe. Also kind of intimidating to like be the year in review for... (laughs) Things that were like nine years ago. But um, love that. If you're watching the YouTube video, comment uh, topics that you'd think I would have fun deep diving into. Today, we're going to kind of um, discuss sort of adulthood and the expectations versus reality of adulthood. But um, however, we are going to kick it off with some emails from Citizens of Unhinged. And if you want to ask any advice or have a funny story or a crazy story or just need a dumb debate settled in your life, email unhingedwithchrisclemens at gmail.com. And I mean, these are so fun on the after show. If you don't know, we do an after show on patreon.com slash chrisclemens. And I have a little bit crazier ones, like a little more on the wild side, um, including like one of y'all getting stabbed in like fourth grade. 
<laughs> it's not funny, but here I am laughing. So ha 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 ha. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. One of the emails I got is from someone named Serena, and it is subject lined bachelorette drama. And I mean, truly, I don't think there is drama I love more in life, except maybe when a Real Housewives cast trip goes awry. Then that might top it. But Bachelorette drama? Whoa. So this one, like I said, comes from someone named Serena. I'm not going to say their last name. Hi, Chris. I feel like I need an outsider's perspective on this one. I met these two girls via social media less than a year ago. One of them is really cool. The other one I do not vibe with. Parentheses. She's a narcissist and I don't have the capacity to deal with her. End parentheses, which I honestly really respect. Like just knowing where you stand. These two girls met first and are BFFs. Like literally eat up each other's assholes 24-7. So I hang out with both but avoid alone time with the narcissist. Anyway, I'm planning my bachelorette and I really didn't want that girl to be there. I just know it's going to ruin my trip. I do not enjoy being with her and we aren't that close. I mean, she thought I was her BFF because she has no friends, which should have been my first red flag, but she is not mine. But me and the other girl have gotten super close, so I really want her to be there. So I met with a girl I do like and told her what's up and explained my boundaries. This girl basically masturbates to convos about boundaries. By the way, we both have mental health accounts on Instagram. Okay, that was a wild parenthetical addition to this email. (laughs) Girlie got upset and decided she didn't want to come to my bachelorette. Annoying. I don't get it, but whatever. You do you. She proceeds to basically ghost me and barely respond to my attempts to reach out. I sent her a voice note saying, Hey, I hope we're cool. If you don't want to be friends because I didn't invite the other girl, at least let me know. Which I think is very fair. She's like, oh my God, no girl. I love you forever and ever. I love our friendship. And then continues to ignore me and did some other shady stuff I won't get into. Well, why? (laughs) Why? So I unfollowed slash removed them as followers, not in a petty way, but more like a boundary way. I don't want to see their shit. It ruins my fucking day and makes me sad. I don't need them seeing my shit either. Am I the asshole? P.S. I have been watching you since early undergrad and I'm still watching two degrees later with my big girl job. I love you so much and seeing you at the pups in Delaware doing stand up makes my heart so full. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for making me laugh. Oh my God. What? The fact that I have respect from people with like, I don't even know how to count that many degrees. Is it three? Undergrad, postgrad, and then another one just for the fun of it? Y'all are insane. Y'all think I'm crazy because I, what, dye my hair, cheetah print, and then shit my pants on camera while doing it? Nah, y'all getting five degrees, that's weirder. I'll die on that hill. I finally found a dumb hill to die on. Um. Okay, so whoa. First of all, <laughs> side rant. Can we talk about how out of hand bachelorette parties have gotten? And I'm not talking about all of them, and I'm not talking about really anybody that I know. But, like, I feel like I see my friends go on these ones or I hear about them. Oh, my God. I love nothing more than when one of my friends gets invited to a bachelorette trip. That is, like, sit down, honeys, make yourself at home, and I'm going to make a big old pot of tea. Because, oh, my God. I oh, I just, it, like, fuels my soul. Anyways, I just think bachelorette trips have become, like, the new influencer trips. Like, we're going to Bora Bora. No, babe, the fuck we're not. Still paying student debt. 
I mean, I'm not, but, you know, I'm assuming most people are as I got fucking lucky. <laughs> um, okay. Into the actual thing at hand. I, first of all, the first thing I want to talk about is unfollowing slash removing someone as followers and not in a petty way, but in a boundary way. I think we need to be more accepting of unfollowing and or removing. I honestly forget that you can remove people and I don't even think I know how, but that's beside the point or besides the point. One other thing I'm not sure about. Now, I love, I like, I don't, (laughs) I was gonna say I love unfollowing, which like, sure is true, but does it sound great? No. I love unfollowing on Instagram because it's like, it is affecting me more than like, it's you, you know, like it's a me problem. And I don't want to look at it because I know it fucks with my mental head and I compare myself to you and blah, blah, blah. There's been so many people I've unfollowed on Instagram because it's like, oh my God, is this going to sound okay? This might sound horrible, which you know what? This is the year of having opinions. But it's like, yeah, their life makes me sad because they're succeeding. (laughs) That's exactly, yeah, okay. Like, I know it sounds bad because I'm like, wow, you're successful. But like, listen, I am a bitter, jealous bitch at heart, okay? No matter how hard I try and improve myself as a human being, I am and will always be one bitter, two jealous. Ugh, not saying I'm proud of it, but... Listen, I'm just an American girl doll. <laughs> um, I think, here's the thing. It's your bachelorette trip. Why this bitch thinks that she has any say on it is actually beside me. Or beside, we're not getting into this debate again. <laughs> but like, that she, okay, I will say silver lining, like, ugh, you've clearly found someone who is not your friend. Like, I know it's not easy and I know you guys have apparently gotten close, But ditch the bitch. Ditch the bitch. Say it with me. Ditch the... Yeah, it's still just me alone in my basement. But um, I think if she were really your friend, she would, first of all, fucking respond. Second of all, I don't think she would give you an ultimatum. That is something I will always say to anyone and everyone, even if they didn't fucking ask. Anybody who makes you pick between two people without a legitimate deep cut issue is not your friend. Friends don't make you choose, okay? I have some of my best friends. They're friends with people I don't fucking like. I'm never gonna make them choose, you know? Unless they shot, like, my dog. Then, yeah, I'd be like, you literally cannot be friends with them. Also, I think they're in jail for murder. I don't know why I come up with the most insane hypothetical situations. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't think you're an asshole at all for removing and unfollowing or whatever, like you do you. I think that's such a personal thing because again, and then people are like, oh, you have to mute them. Just mute them. I don't, for what? Oh my God. Muting is like the fakest fucking thing ever. Just unfollow, you know? Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> this is what I'm like going off about is fucking Instagram. Um, yeah, you're not in the wrong at all. This is your trip. This It should be exactly how you want it. Anybody who's going to fuck with that, is not probably your friend. So there you go, Um, Serena. That is great. And congrats on 45 degrees. You really are just showing these bitches how to do it. And then moving on to the next email. So I have hired a social media person for Unhinged. Ah, 
just such big girl moves. <laughs> but um, for real, I did. And it's like the best thing ever. And she came up with this idea of like having people submit secrets and we post the best of them. And one of them was how like this mom fell in love with like a homeless man and then they like got married or I don't remember. But there's an update. Okay, so it's titled Mom and Homeless Man Lore, which hook, line, and sinker. I figured since you were so shook by my little Instagram secret, I would fill you in with everything just for funsies. This is the kind of groundwork I am looking for. I don't know what my arm is doing. You can tell that I am right-handed through and through. That was like Drake on his little leaked video. (laughs) Oh my God, the way I... I'm going to stop talking about that because I could say some. (laughs) Anyways, back to the email. It all started in 2022 around November. My mom was acting way suspicious and my husband and I were living with my parents at the time. She would come home from work super late all the time, even though she had a set schedule and always said she had to stay late to do God knows what. She started talking about this guy she would always see walking around with a dog. We will call him Thomas. She was constantly giving Thomas and his dog a ride everywhere, buying the food, dog toys, and even bringing them to our house so the dog was warm. We didn't suspect much because this isn't the first time she has brought randos into the house with their animals because she has a soft spot for animals. Okay, wow. (laughs) Brutal. Fast forward to late January, Thomas and his dog were over every day. I was constantly put on dog duty to watch this dog while my mom was running Thomas around to do errands. She ended up getting in this huge fight with my dad about Thomas and she left and never came back. Oh my God, wait, she's married right now? Wait, what? I'm so shook. I thought she was like a a free agent. I was having to bring her clothes and shit because she wouldn't come to the house. Around this time, my husband and I moved into our own place, thank God. She stopped talking to everyone for a couple months after that until I ended up in the hospital in June for pancreatitis. She brought Thomas with her. He was all decked out in nice clothes, had an Apple Watch, had clearly gotten some attention. What, a homeless man can't have an Apple Watch? Come on. He was telling me how he had just gotten a new truck to be able to drive around his new trailer and how he was living his best life with my mom. We were also suspecting they were both on hard drugs at this point, but that's beside the point. LMAO. I don't know if that's an LMAO moment. Oh, but it's besides the point. Thank you for clearing that up. About a month later, my mom comes knocking on my door, sobbing, saying how Thomas had left while she was at work and took the brand new truck and trailer she had bought him. Turns out she had bought him thousands of dollars worth of stuff and he just dipped. She also got fired from her job because she was using the company card to help pay for some of his stuff, including buying expensive things for his daughter. He has a daughter? Oh my God. We haven't heard from him since and no one knows where he is, but damn, did she deserve it. Hope it was as juicy as you were expecting, but I literally could go on for days about how fucking bad shit my mother is. Okay, so, I mean, like, can you give us monthly emails? I would love a new story about your mom because this seems really fucking, I mean, not lit for you, but lit for us, the viewers. (laughs) Oh my God, what? I feel like I just read Reddit or something. I feel like I read it. (laughs) I did read it. And also, can we note how much better my reading has gotten? I'll drink to that. Granted, it is a water. 
But what I'm having on the after show isn't. Now we might get a little more down uh, in the dumps. But if you follow me on like TikTok or Instagram, you know I've sort of had like the week from hell um, on Tuesday, maybe Monday. I mean, the way I just, I don't even know what, oh, today is Friday. Okay. This week has been just... First of all, traumatic, and second of all, brutal. My dog Booger started vomiting. I woke up one morning to take my dogs out, and we get downstairs, and Booger throws up, and I'm just thinking, like, okay, she's just, you know, puking and rallying. Been there, done that. She proceeds to vomit, I mean, just so much blood on my kitchen floor. And that was when I was like, okay, so this is real life, and you are not sleeping, sadly, your dog just puked blood. So I immediately call the vet. They are literally the second most, no, the third most important contact in my favorites list. Sorry to my besties, but... So I call the vet and I'm like, hi, uh, my dog just threw up blood. And I said it like it was the most casual thing in the world. Anyways, um, I take her to the vet and, well, okay. (laughs) We get in the car four minutes after leaving my house. Booger throws up even more blood. Like, so much blood. Like, just the shining level of blood all over the backseat of my car. (laughs) Justin, you can ask for any picture from this week you want. You really get free fucking rain. And just beware, some of them... I'll explain. You'll you'll understand what some of them are. Anyways, um, we go to the vet an hour and a half later. She throws up a ton of blood again. We go back. They draw her blood. Her blood looks fine. They think it is a... Oh my God, I f- how could I fucking possibly forget the thing? Something in her stomach that was like caused, not a cyst, but like a, I don't know why I want to say crutch. What the fuck is that called? The way the human body just rejects information when you are in a state of panic is nuts. Um, anyways, they thought it was some sort of like thing on her stomach. So they recommended we go to the ER so that she could get a s- ultrasound. And I was like, is she pregnant? Is this morning sickness? And then I was like, Chris, that's not how morning sickness works or how a spayed dog works. So, okay. So we get to the ER um, right after. And that's really when this uh, cash flow started because holy shit, did they just bleed me dry? And like, they didn't have to bleed booger dry because she was pretty dry of blood as it was. That is so not funny. But like, honestly, I am really coping with the darkest humor this week. It's insane. I promise I also have a point. So we get to the ER. We're there for this start to finish was 10 hours. I left my house and then 10 hours later, I returned home. And at the ER, we basically found out that she has gastroenteritis. And we would later find out it's a severe, severe, severe case. One of the most severe my vet's ever seen. And I'm like, that's so cool. Thank you for that little tidbit. Any more Snapple facts? Oh, God. And so the v- emergency room sends us home. Yeah, she got an ultrasound. Turned out totally clear. Like, no cancer, no other shit that tumors or I don't know what you can find with that. But they were, like, all clear, which makes us think it's gastroenteritis. And I'm like, okay, sick. I don't remember Latin, so explain. Um, and so it's basically when her stomach and intestines are super inflamed, causing them to bleed. I'm pretty sure is what it is. I have a whole voice memo. I'm not going to play it, though. And so they sent me home with just like an entire Breaking Bad DIY set. Because, I mean, there are syringes. There are three different pill bottles. There's a four-page packet 
of instructions. <laughs> I'm like, that's really cute. You guys think I can read one page? Oh, and then she started shitting blood uh, for like two days straight and like every 15 minutes and just without meaning to, it would just come out. So it just like sort of hit me all at once when I was in the emergency room that like, holy shit, I am really just out here as an adult by myself fully in like a life or death situation. Like I really, I've never seen so much, but I never expected to see so much blood in my life. My God. And like, there it was. And it was coming from my like firstborn. That was traumatizing. Like that was traumatizing. And like, honestly, I realized that in these moments I handle trauma exceptionally well. Like, yes, I was crying, but like, I feel like today I've bounced back. Like we've sort of turned a corner and I don't know why I'm getting into how I deal with trauma. <laughs> I'm amazing at dealing with trauma. No, but like, I just, it hit me all at once of like, holy fuck, you're an adult and you are in it. And it just, I really get sad thinking about how much I wished I was an adult when I was younger because I didn't realize how made I had it. I just thought that like life would be endless money and like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I do well for myself, but doing this all myself and not having a company that like I get paid by it, it's just a lot. And I, it costs a lot. I don't know why I just itched my cheek with the microphone, but it happened. So soak it up. Yeah. I just get really like sad about that. And I regret that a lot. And I just want to shake every young person I see and be like, this will go away. Enjoy it. There's nothing fucking fun about adulthood. Although there is. And like, I'm not trying to make it sound like, yeah, I think one, the grass is always greener. And two, it's just, I think you always want what you can't have, which I guess is another way of saying the grass is greener. So thank you, Aristotle. You are so welcome, Chris. But like, I just feel like expectations are like you'll have the car of your dreams and like yeah I definitely have a dream car of mine for sure but like before that when I moved to LA I was driving a 97 Saturn that didn't have like working air conditioning and the windows didn't even stay up like they would just fall and I bought it for $450 cash slash Venmo but you just think that adulthood is going to be all of these great things. And yes, there are so many things that you now have control over and that you can call the shots on. And like, I'm not trying to make it sound like it's a death sentence, but I think sometimes I am angry that we weren't prepared more for it. And I'm not saying that like it is totally preparable, but I just, with this shit happening with my dog, I just, I never really expected it to be this real. And that sounds stupid maybe, but there's just something about being an adult and having the realization that you're an adult. And you are just like, holy fuck. I, I, I don't know. It freaks me out. And it just like, I don't know. It Yeah, it trips me out. I went on Reddit to see like if other people... Well, no, I didn't go on Reddit. I went to Google and was like, adulthood, reality versus expectation or whatever. And like, this is a whole Reddit thing. And I was reading some of them and like, okay, so for example, here's a great one. I thought being stuck with certain people would be inevitable. It turns out you're under no obligation to give people the time of day if you don't want to. And like, yes, that is like part of the magic of being an adult. You have so much say over your life, like I said. And then it's, 
<laughs> Someone wrote expectation. I'm going to eat a tub of ice cream every day. Smiley face. Reality. I'm eat a tub of ice cream every day. Sad face. <laughs> expectation. When you grow up and get married. Reality. 38. Single. Never married. No current romantic prospects whatsoever. Literally. Like... It's also, I think, what you're fed in like movies is that like you grow up and you have a family and you are just woohoo. Or like maybe your like dad dies in an earthquake and then you're stuck with your evil stepmother who <laughs> gets her salmon for Norwegia. Um, that was a Cinderella story reference for those wondering. Yes, I didn't just like have a momentary stroke, although never out of the question. Another thing about like adulthood is like. I would kill for my younger self's bedtime. I cannot believe that this human being right here used to go to bed at like eight o'clock and then would sleep until like eight o'clock. Holy shit. Can you imagine what the world would be like? Hell, what I would be like if I was consistently getting dicked down by 12 hours of sleep. That I would be, I, I think the world would be different <laughs> from that alone. Oh my God. It just, I don't know why I'm talking about this. And like, is it getting depressing? Sure. Sure. Okay. Maybe my story is getting fucking depressing, but it's how I feel. <laughs> no, I just sometimes like wonder if I'm the only one getting sad about like not being a kid again and thinking about like how good we had it. And also just like the time I grew up personally was fucking lit. There was like I know this is going to sound like Boomer 101, but like there was like no phones and like I played outside every day of my life or I did like arts and crafts and like stimulating things. And now I just like, yeah, this shit affords me my life. But at what cost? I feel like it's made me miserable. It's made me like so not present. Yeah. Okay. This just turned really fucking depressing. So <clears throat> What? We're going to turn it around to turn it around to turn it around to turn it around. Turn it around. <laughs> what makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Now, before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I would like to thank today's sponsor, which is Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. I personally love the fact that they are dietitian approved and I feel like I'm not just like eating garbage. You'll have over 35 options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Factor has a bunch of options, such as their two-minute meals, which are restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. They have snacks, smoothies, and more. Truly, they have like a huge variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, more. Also, Factor has done the math, and it is less expensive than takeout. And like I said, every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. If you're looking for a fast upscale option done easily, Factor is the perfect solution. And on top of that, Factor is flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. So if this sounds like something you want to factor into your life, head to factormeals.com slash unhinged50 and use code unhinged50 to get 50% off. That's code unhinged50 at factormeals.com slash unhinged50 to get 50% off. Thank you so much, Factor, for sponsoring this episode. And let's get back to it. Um, so on the unhinged with Chris Clemens Instagram, it is just at unhinged with Chris Clemens on Instagram. <laughs> it's really self-explanatory, but I wanted to do something, not going to lie, pretty simple for this episode because it's been a week and I have not had time to plan an episode, not had time. I have not had time to plan an episode. I mean, I can barely finish a sentence properly, but I wanted to do something simple, but that would still be kind of fun. And so I went on the Instagram and asked y'all to submit hot takes, which I realized that also wasn't a normal sentence. Like, ugh. anyway, so I picked some of my faves and um, I'm going to give you my hot take. The first topic is the Stanley Cup craze. Now, I have to say I thought it was really dumb. And then I joined them because I was in Target and I found a gorgeous nude shade. And so I bought it and really bought into it. I will say now that Stanley Cups are containing lead, I have switched to a new one that has a ceramic inside. Um, But I still sort of love the overall thermos effect. I got to be honest. This one, oh my God, I have it like middle kid, the logo etched into it. Isn't that so fine? This is the brand Arctic. They're not paying me, but I like it. Um, I wish they did have better colors. I don't know why you can't for these goddamn Stanley Cups. You can't customize a certain color. Like what is, (sighs) please. But yeah, I mean, I do think it is, I don't know. I think with every sort of like obsession there is, I get annoyed just because I'm like, okay, it's oversaturated. But like, you know, it's fun. It doesn't really hurt anybody. And like, oh my God, seeing videos of people open them for Christmas. I'm like, that's such a good appropriate gift for a kid. Oh, anyways. 
So I like don't hate the Stanley Cup craze. I like don't understand when people have like 14 of them. That is, I'm not going to lie, a little insane. You need to unload some of those. And yes, I'm talking to you. Okay, you don't need 14 Stanley Cups. And if you do, give me the reason. What is the reason? What is the reason? I'm waiting. <laughs> um, the next topic someone gave me was the price of pistachios. Now, I am not going to lie. I don't know the price of pistachios. So we are going pistachios. I cannot type on this computer. Oh, my God. This bag is 1038. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to go to the shop. Oh, my God. There's a benefits tab on Google. I'm going to go to the shop. Um, Kirkland Signature. Nuts, shelled pistachios, roasted and salted, 24 ounce pack is $14, one and a half pounds. What is one and a half pounds? Is that like this much? I can't like fathom how many nuts this is. <laughs> Me watching a solid video on Beyonce's internet. Um, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't have any concept of this. I am going to be fucking honest. I really don't look at the prices of things when I buy them, like groceries. And that is my own fatal flaw that I have been like told to be more aware, not once, but like five times. And I understand that that's a privileged sentence, but it's just the truth. So like, honestly, when I want pistachios, I get pistachios. Um, ugh, this sounded so awful, but like, I just, well, I don't know. I don't know why I'm apologizing for me being me. But that's fucking crazy, honestly. Oh, although a 365 by Whole Foods market roasted and salted is 618. That's 10 ounces, though. How many pounds is that, bitch? What was the last one? Oh, 24. Oh, that is bad. <laughs> that's bad. I'm dumb and I know that that's bad. I don't know why the price of everything is going up. And I know some fucking finance bro is about to slide in and be like, well, actually, it's a thing called inflation. And no, you cannot print more money. Like, I don't care. Let me just complain about why things are getting more expensive. Dumbass. I'm taking the dog, dumbass. <laughs> what is wrong with me? That's the thing. I don't know. But imagine how I feel. The next one is Applebee's, and I gotta be real. Let's bring Applebee's back. I love Applebee's. A Chili's? Whoa. Mamma mia. There I go again. My, my. I forgot the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> but, oh my God, I want to go as an adult. See, oh my God, here's an upside of adulthood. I want to go to Applebee's and get, like, the $1 cocktails and just get shit-faced and maybe diabetes, but more importantly, shit-faced. Oh, I love Applebee's. I ordered from Applebee's once on DoorDash. And now it's like all the... They're like, do you want to eat there again? And I'm like, girl, it was one time and it was like a moment of weakness, okay? I needed fries. Oh, they do have solid baby back ribs, though. I'm not going to lie. That's... Oh, I remember going to Applebee's for like my birthdays <laughs> and being like... I am having ribs on my birthday. Like, I'm so fancy and, like, upper echelon. <laughs> oh, God. I am so stupid. Always have been. Always will be. God, I really should be a jingle maker. Like, I would have so much fun. I'm having so much fun doing it right now. Hire me, jinglers. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Uh, the next topic, and I'm honestly just going to embrace it because this is the year of having opinions. 
Taylor Swift. Now, my hot take on Taylor Swift is that a lot of people are starting to see what my point of view was. Like, stop. For a second, whatever you're quickly typing, I like Taylor Swift's music, some of it. Okay? It, like, really was, like, the soundtrack of high school and a little bit of college. And, like, I really do think her earlier work was so phenomenal. However, as I started to grow up, I felt like I was outgrowing Taylor Swift. And I don't mean that in like a moral high ground kind of way. I just sort of never felt like she grew up in a way. And like, listen, I am not trying to be like mean or really anything, no pun intended, mean. (laughs) But (laughs) I just really don't, I to me, like, I guess the fantasy of it all was kind of crushed when I felt like I didn't like relate to her anymore because I just didn't feel like she grew up with me. Like, I, and that's not shade or anything. It's just that I felt like I outgrew that. And like, yes, I still listen to some of her music and all of that. But I think her as a person, people are starting to see sort of what I've felt and honestly been way too scared to say. But I just, I don't think... And I low-key know that she just isn't, allegedly, the person that I think she makes herself out to be. And I, the Grammys was a hard thing to watch. I am not going to lie. Like, it's just, it's really difficult for me to watch such, like, a legit prestigious award show. Like, the Grammys and, like, the Oscars are, like, the big ones in, like, film and music, you know? I just think it's so inappropriate to, like, first of all, assume you're going to win. By, like, if you're making an album announcement, you know exactly when it's going to be. You've known for months. And she was like, I'm going to do it at the Grammys when I make history for getting all four. Which, great. Love that confidence. More women and people in general should have confidence. Like, I'm not saying that she should shy away for being... Like, that's another thing. Is Taylor Swifties? Well, you're a misogynist. You don't know. Okay. I'm not a misogynist. I respect women. And honestly, I have been shaped by powerful women. So no, we're not going to do that just because someone has some sort of distaste for what you think is the end all be all. I just don't agree with her as a person. And that's that period. I just, (laughs) Chris, leave it at that. Next up, we have texting after the first date. Now, my hot take on texting after the first date is I don't give my phone number out until I meet the person. And if it goes well, then I give them my number or vice versa. But I don't think like I think texting after the first date is like when y'all should start texting. Leave it on unless you meet in person, which is exactly what I just said. (laughs) So... Yeah, I think texting after the first date is exactly what everybody should be doing. Like, message on the app. Don't... Oof. Oof. So scary. I recently got Hinge because it's, like, the one thing I haven't been banned from. Have I talked about this? Oh, my God. I paid, like, fucking $75 for Hinge Plus. And all I'm getting are a bunch of Gypsy Rose's husbands. Like, I don't need... Like, no. Not my... Not my... Not my vision for me. If it's your vision for you, love that for you. Not my vision for me. (laughs) So, yeah, I was like, no, you cannot, in fact, have my number. 
the next thing for a hot take is blue cheese. Absolutely fucking not. Blue cheese is just a fucking party ruiner. I don't care. I don't care what you think and what you're about to try and convince me of. It's ass. More people need to wake up to the... Like, I don't want fucking mold in my cheese, even though I know cheese is like mold or... God, the way I just don't even know a Snapple fact is like dumb. But fuck blue cheese, okay? And then when people put it in the the next worst food, olives, oh my God. I mean, just truly vom. Vom, vom, vom. Ugh, blue cheese. Ugh, I got a cheese board once. Nope, okay, this is the most Caucasian thing I'm gonna say this episode. I got a cheese board once and it came with blue cheese and I swear to God, what happened to my party? Ruined. Ugh, hate it. Someone submitted boarding a plane front to back. Okay, my hot take on boarding a plane front to back is that it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. I have a lot of travel anxiety and I have to factor in either additional legroom or first class for when I fly. Literally not for like the flex of it, but be so I don't freak the fuck out on an airplane. And so like in first class, they think it is the greatest luxury to board a plane first. First of all, I don't want a bunch of sickos walking by me. Everybody on an airplane, I don't know if it's just because I've noticed this after COVID, everybody is coughing on an airplane. Barf, 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 barf across the board. So like, I don't want a bunch of coughing people walking past me. Second of all, what luxury is being on an airplane longer than I have to be? Also, why would you not board the back of the plane first and work your way forward? Is that not crazy? I like would love for someone to explain. I know that there's got to be some airline stewardess, pilot, maybe not a pilot. That's like a little too, although y'all are getting your degrees. So maybe pilot, let me know why this is the thing because I take in flights in like Europe where they do it from the back or they have two doors, one in the back and one in the front. Boom. Why is America just living so much more archaically than it needs to be? <gasps> the next thing uh, for a hot take is Nikki and Megan drama. Listen, I had DMs of people saying, you aren't a, you're a fake Barb, like blah, blah. Okay, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. I consider myself a Barb. Nikki helped raise me. Like she like formed a part of my brain with Pink Friday, like itty bitty piggy. Oh my God. That was like the soundtrack when I was however old when that song came out on like what? MySpace or SoundCloud or something. Like, I love Nikki as a, like, she is one of the greatest female rappers, if not the greatest, period. But that, again, goes back to the Taylor Swift of it all, where I don't maybe like them as a person. And I think some of the things Nikki does are out of pocket and are just not cool. Like, I just, I don't know. I think Megan really is a genuine, sweet person. And I know that, what do I know? But and yeah, I'm following perception and what I think, but I just, I, I just don't understand why you need to like be going after like Megan never mentioned Nikki, never mentioned any family. Like I just, I don't understand why it blew up like this unless it really struck a chord. And I don't know, like you can still, I don't know, have something that you love and kind of hold criticism to it, you know? Like, my dad was a piece of shit, so I cut him out. Nikki does some questionable things, and 
I'm not cutting her out because listen, my dad didn't give me fucking pink Friday, bitch. (laughs) That bitch gave me drama. I just think like, I don't need to always side with Nikki just with blind loyalty. I think blind loyalty is one of the scariest mob mentalities there is. And just because I live for her doesn't mean I'm going to die for her. You know, (laughs) put that fucking soundbite in the headphones of a Victorian child. I want to see what they do with that. Yeah, I don't know. And everything happens behind closed doors. Like, I just, I like both parties. And I think you should be allowed to like both parties without feeling some sort of, like, judgment. Like, okay, Judge Judy in his house. Lastly, the last topic that I wanted to do, and I thought it was kind of apropos, if you will, for this episode, is growing apart from childhood friends. I... My hot take on growing apart from childhood friends is that, like, I think it's really sad, but I don't think just because you grow apart, that means that those memories will die or, like, I, if anything, as I've gotten older, I sometimes get sad that people, certain people aren't in my life still, but I realize that it's like I, it's a two-way street and I wasn't really doing my part in that relationship. But it's like, I really cherish that time and like what we were in each other's lives. I think that's such a special thing to have, to look back and be like that childhood friend, like we had the best times and they, that doesn't mean they have to be your friend still. And I mean, sometimes you grow apart and reconnect. That is a very major thing that I've done with so many of my friends. And it's really cool to kind of go away for a sec and come back to each other and be new people and sort of have that history. But also, I don't know. I think there's something really beautiful about growing apart from your childhood friends. And I hear how that sounds, but I think to have childhood friends that you care enough to be concerned about growing apart from is a gift. Like, ugh, dude, I miss childhood. Okay. (laughs) I'm an adult. And the fucking reality is I miss childhood. And I know as a kid, I wanted to be an adult so bad, but what a dumb bitch. Now, before we end this episode, I wanted to read a comment that I got on the last episode on the YouTube channel for Unhinged. And it said, oh, nothing, just tears streaming down my face, laughing so hard in the middle of the grocery store. Didn't Ebola come to Chipotle? Okay, listen. (laughs) Listen, Leo Westendorf 4200. You have one too many zeros, doll. I... Got my infectious diseases mixed up. Sue me. I don't even remember what Chipotle... Oh, E. coli. Okay, it is the same fucking amount of letters. Maybe Ebola doesn't have a hyphen. But it also has an E blank, O-L blank. I state your case. I state my case, Your Honor. I don't know where I am, but... Yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And again, I didn't really have a lot of time and energy to plan this episode so it if it feels strung together it kind of was but honestly I really enjoyed it I don't really know what I said but I had a fun time not knowing what I said so yeah again be sure to uh, subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcast be sure to rate and review shout out to everybody who does that after each episode I live for you you are getting upgraded in Unhinged land And I don't know to where, but you are mentally or in here. My slowly dying heart. 
Oh, alrighty. I'll see you guys on the after show on patreon.com slash Chris Clemens. I love you guys so much. And just thank you so much for leaning with me, rocking with me. That was barely a sentence I could get out. So va va voom, baby. <laughs> Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.